Welcome to B2B Sales Trends, the podcast dedicated to sales leaders in the B2B space, where we share conversations about innovative and successful sales transformations to keep you up to date on the latest trends. This podcast is brought to you by Global Performance Group. Welcome to yet another fabulous episode of the B2B Sales Trends podcast, the recording that podcast that brings you hacks, tips, thought leadership for sales, marketing, and customer success. It's brought to you by us. Uh, Who are we? Global Performance Group, a revenue improvement boutique that implements behavior change to provide salespeople the competence, the confidence, and the courage to sell and negotiate based on customer outcomes. My name is Harry Kendelbacher, and today I have with me for the second time Mr. Daniel Hayden. Welcome to the B2B Sales Trends Podcast, Daniel. Thank you, Harry. It's very nice to be here. You've had a fantastic journey. You have uh, obviously moved from a couple of roles uh, from Amex and Google when we last talked, and now you are the Senior Director of uh, Global Go-To-Market Strategy and Enablement at DocuSign. First of all, congratulations. And um, tell us a little bit uh, about your journey and experience in the field of go-to-market transformation. Yeah, and I think the the go-to-market transformation or go-to-market enablement term may be quite new to many of your, your listeners, Harry. But I think one of the things I've realized is when I first started uh, in sales, you know, in my early days at Amex and, and and moving into sales enablement by the end of my tenure there, was that there was a heavy connection into other parts of the business, uh, particularly marketing and customer success. And so uh, when I joined Google, I saw a very integrated approach in that Google had merged sales and marketing organizations together, and we needed to enable both of those organizations to to, to work well and, and make sure we could drive greater revenue for the business. So my new role at DocuSign is very much focused. Yes, there is a, an anchor, I would say, within sales enablement, but we have to really look beyond that now to figure out how marketing and customer success can be enabled alongside sales to ensure that we're taking every possible opportunity we can with prospects and existing clients to upsell, cross-sell, and, and drive greater revenue going forward. So for me, the go-to-market enablement term is more so an extension of the sales enablement term that many of your listeners will already be uh, familiar with. So that's my journey. It kind of started in sales, went into sales enablement, and now is much more oriented around uh, go-to-market enablement. Uh, that's that's fascinating. Um, you know, for for the people who are not not really familiar with the terms and and are not quite sure about the differentiation, what exactly is go to market enablement, and how does it differ from, let's say, the traditional sales enablement part? I know you touched on a couple of things already, but uh, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah. So as I as I kind of just just mentioned, the go to market enablement term thinks much more beyond the role of a seller. So how you would bring in all the other groups that support the running of your business and the entire ecosystem in driving revenue. So um, go to market enablement would require you as an organisation to think about what what your marketing. Um, teams focus on, such as campaigns, audience segmentation, etc., and how that impacts the way that sellers then engage with prospects and clients, mm-hmm. and then how customer success would support them to get the most out of their products 
and 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 that would in turn drive greater revenue. So for for me, sales enablement um, is is purely focused on the role of a salesperson, whereas go to market enablement is looking at that entire ecosystem and figuring out how the activities that are completed by marketing and CS will really help and connect into sales. So then when you're designing enablement programs, yes, you can sometimes use the same programs with some customization, but you're really thinking about the entire ecosystem because that's more effectively going to uh, develop and propel your organization forward against the uh, the competition. Right, uh, absolutely. And can you share some of the key components in your vision of a really good, robust go-to-market enablement strategy around that ecosystem? That'll be interesting. Of course. I think there's three main components to a robust GTM enablement strategy. I think the first is quite an obvious one. You need a well-trained sales and marketing organization, so particularly around skill-based programs. And then what we're looking at uh, at DocuSign and have I've seen in, in many other tech companies is using AI to support your knowledge base so that your you can you know your product are changing all the time and the, the knowledge that the sales and marketing people need are changing all the time. So you've really got to look at how can you use AI and new technologies to support the training and the knowledge base that's required. The second thing would be a really strong performance management system so that sales, marketing, and CS specialists can receive regular feedback. And then the third would be having a clear comms or messaging strategy, including you know the really, really impactful messaging from leadership so that the entire organization is hearing um, and speaking the language around go-to-market enablement. And it's that entire um, collective approach that will ultimately lead to you being able to deliver a strong GTM transformation, but also uh, changing the culture of your organization. Yeah, that's certainly a, a few added elements there to the traditional sales enablement that's been so vocal in the in the past years. And I agree with you; it's got to be that integrated uh, uh, approach into that ecosystem to to really deliver results. You know, it's interesting when you when you think about the work that you have done um, in the past and you're doing now. What what are sort of the common challenges that organizations face when moving and transitioning to a, a GTM enablement model? Well, if you think back to where this has originated, what we just outlined at the beginning of the podcast, it it started out very much oriented around the seller. So one of the biggest challenges I've seen um, from 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 my particularly my recent roles have been around the continued focus on the seller despite branding it as go to market enablement. And I understand the seller is the one that's going to be driving the revenue, you know, for, for the most part. But ultimately, you're never going to move to GTM enablement and and drive greater revenue if you continue to brand it GTM, but actually orient it you know, only around the seller. So that's one of the biggest challenges I've seen. Also, when you think about GTM, you've got to look at how you manage your resources across all of the audiences. Some of the programs can look the same um, with minor tweaks. Others may need to look quite quite different if you're targeting a marketing specialist versus a um, an acquisition sales manager, for example. So how you manage your resources across delivering and enabling all of those audiences is another key challenge you'll face as you transition. And then I think another thing to consider here is 
um, processes shouldn't hinder your success, but they should enable mm. you to mm. become much more successful. So when you think about transitioning to GTM, think much more around what processes do you need in place to ensure that that happens? How can I bring in marketing and CS leadership to ensure that they have a greater voice on the council when we're consulting with what programs are needed for the next quarter or the next year. So the processes that you bring in shouldn't slow you down. They should really enable you to be a much more impactful GTM transformation organization. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges because a lot of businesses bring in the process for structure and and, and it creates rigidity and actually in, in many cases can create hurdles. So you've really got to look at in, in many parts, uh, revolutionizing the processes uh, that you use. Right, right, right. Now, considering these challenges, and you touched on a couple of important considerations that one needs to pay attention to uh, when implementing a GTM enablement program. But what what is when you think of the top three, let's say, best practices that you have experienced, you know, when implementing a GTM enablement program? What what advice would you give to our listeners? Well, if I think about the top three, number one would be you've got to first look at how many resources you have available in your business and then how many more could you recruit? Because it could be that the resources actually slow you down, um, particularly in the shift towards a GTM enablement program. So really figure out you know, what resources do you have to play with and then what more could you access in order to help you with that transition towards uh, GTM. I think the second would be how will this new approach change the way that sales, marketing, and CS all work together? So you really want to consider, um, you know, how are they going to change in terms of the way they communicate, the way that they build out planning together, the way that they're enabled, the way that they approach the customer or the market. Um, you would want to consider that because if you see stark differences in how they approach the market then you need to accommodate that in your enablement. And if your aim is to bring them closer together, you then need to work with other teams within your business to ensure that they're engaged and know the changes that you're making because you might not be that successful you know, providing enablement for all these audiences if there aren't other teams engaged, like, I don't know, a corporate strategy team or a change management team that can help with the structure of all of these uh, businesses. So that's something to consider. And then the third thing would be around how can marketing and customer success leverage some of those same materials? So a real best practice here would be look at all the materials and tools that you need for sales enablement and figure out which ones can be scaled across all the other functions in order for you to get greater economies of scale and drive more value for the rest of the organization without necessarily having to spend too much more money. So I'd say they're the three things I would really consider. And, and many of what I've just mentioned are, are probably best practices uh, in this space. Yeah, and it's so interesting. There is such a big disconnect between sales, marketing, and customer success. It's it's unreal. We hear that all the time. And, and I think you're spot on with your assessment. Uh, Daniel, we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, future trends. What do you see as the future trends in go-to-market enablement? And how, you know, how should people and businesses who listen to this prepare for those trends? Well, the most obvious trend is essentially the crux of what we've been talking about, which is uh, mm. broadening support beyond sales, preparing with the right resources, the right tools, and also the right organizational structure. But the most exciting trend I see, and I've been doing a lot of work 
um, with many clients over the past year before joining DocuSign is this move towards new technologies, particularly AI and uh, artificial, you know, and and, uh, kind of AR and VR. So um, be prepared to invest in these new technologies because they are going to power the future of go-to-market enablement. And then the last thing to consider here is, Uh, Look at the merging of orgs, look at the merging of roles and ensure that you recruit multi-skilled people with more than one discipline, because that could give you the coherence and consistency you need across your entire org to help with the change management um, towards this new new model. So where you can merging roles, merging teams, or at the very least interconnecting these teams in a way that at least brings them closer together. So I'd say they're the, the key trends I'm seeing, but, but one of the most exciting, I think, is really the use of AI. So if you can figure out as part of this rebrand and this transition, how you could bring in AI technologies, then I think it could really make a significant difference to the way that you enable and me, and ensure that you're using the right resources for the right activities, particularly those that maybe need more of a more, more manual input. Whereas AI is going to free up a lot of your resources, uh, but at the same time give you give you the opportunity to have greater impact. Absolutely fabulous, fabulous advice. Um, any final insights you'd like to share with our listeners regarding GTM enablement? You've shared a lot already, but I thought I'd ask. <laughs> well, I think a final a final comment here would be uh, you have to move towards GTM enablement because if you don't, your competition will and they will reap the benefits of it. And I think there's a, a huge power and significant synergies that can be created through looking at how sales, marketing and CS all come together. Um, if your sales team continues to operate in silo and isn't selling aligned to your brand and marketing campaigns or isn't fully aligned to the way that your customer success teams are helping clients get the most out of the product, then the sales teams can never improve. And they're also going to look quite different to the way that the rest of your org operates. So the bottom line is, if you don't do it, then another you know, another company will, and they'll probably be your competition. So uh, really, really consider this as a change that you want to make within your organization, because I do think this is the next wave of, of what we're seeing, um, you know, that we, you know, that's similar to sales enablement, but it's certainly the next step forward. And I think if you can incorporate AI as part of powering the success, then you could even make this uh, far more successful than what you've ever seen within within your business. Daniel, thank you so much for those fabulous insights uh, on the topic of go-to-market enablement. Uh, I know our listeners really appreciated your input and your experience on that. Uh, We're going to record another round after that. I think you always bring uh, super innovative thoughts uh, for our audience. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in again. Until the next episode, happy selling and look after yourself. Cheers.